Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Monday edition of the Dark Delight Podcast with Frankie Val on the drums and Beans. So Frank is in a new room. You can't see him if you're just listening on the audio show today, but he's in a new room. If you hear a little bit of an echo or whatever, it's because he got tired of holding the damn microphone and put it down on the desk. Actually, let me put it right here and tilt it toward me. There you go. And then just keep your good posture, Frank, and we'll be okay. You got it. Yeah. So last week, or the week before even, Frank, do you remember we read through the article? Actually, before we get there, there is a traffic jam at the Panama Canal. Uh, Like a real one? Or is this a saying? No, no, no. Like a real one. Um, Usually there's traffic. Is the hurricane? No, it's because of the drought. It's one thing or the other, ain't it? Yeah, it's because of the drought. There's a drought which is causing the the pool of water that is used to fill the canal to be low, which is causing them to cut the boats that can come through at any given time by about four or five apiece. I have a little video of all the vessels. Why does it have to have sound? All the vessels sitting out there at sea. Oh, wow. Little is that is this is this backlog as bad as the Suez Canal a couple of years ago? I don't think so. They're four boats an hour slow, so it's like a bad traffic jam on the LIE in the middle of rush hour on a Friday. Damn, that's what it is. And so I'm watching that because it's always interesting the repercussions that follow after something like that, and. As you know, Hurricane Hillary hit California this weekend, if you can call it that, at the same time as an earthquake. But I wanted to play this clip of our good friend Sean Farish doing his uh, Trump-Hillary hurricane parody. This is a tropical update with your favorite meteorologist. I get the greatest ratings. Look at it. This is Tropical Storm Hillary. Take a look at her. It's the only time you'll ever see Hillary not wearing a pantsuit. Hillary has the potential to be deadly. Just ask Jeffrey Epstein. Hillary has the potential to cause mass destruction, very destructive. Just look at what she did to the blackberries, all those horrible blackberries. Hillary has the potential to wipe out everything in her path, everything in her path, just like she did with the servers and all of those big, beautiful emails. Hillary has the potential to cause very heavy and severe winds, more winds than... Eric Swalwell on national television. He let one go, his flatulence. You know what I'm talking about. And this never would have happened if I was your president. I stopped Hillary once, and I would have been able to stop her again. We would have built a beautiful wall here on the southern border to stop Hillary and anybody else that we wouldn't want entering our country. Believe me. I just love him. Believe you me. Believe me. (laughs) That's a good one. He's good. so uh, obviously, the big question is a West Coast hurricane. I thought that didn't happen, but we all know why it did. Climate boiling, right? Yeah, it's global warming that did it. It just happened to be, and and the waters off the coast of California are not warm at all, Frank. The thing I, from what I know uh, as of today, just basically dumped a lot of rain because here on the East Coast, like off the coast of the Carolinas right now, the ocean's in the nineties. By Florida, the ocean's in the high 90s. And that, that that's not, it's a little warmer than normal, yes, but not because of global warming. 
It's because of the way the jet stream was this year and the heating of, of the water is because of that. It was just a, a different configuration than years past. But California's oceans don't have the heat needed to sustain a, a, a hurricane, which is why it turned into a tropical storm and then, you know, petered so you out. You said the, the water, the water out, um, in South Carolina is over 90 degrees? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's, it's, that's it's almost like going into a bath. Yeah, I remember. And this year, oh, I remember. this year, the way, because of that same issue, the water on the beach here has been crystal clear blue like the Caribbean all summer. Mm. It's beautiful. Mm. Like, really? Yeah, because there hasn't been an, um, as much sediment coming up because I of the- say, uh, it's, it's the 21st of August and I've been getting real I've been thinking, like, this time last year, I was like, all right, five more days of work. We're going to Myrtle Beach. And I was a really great, really great week in Myrtle Beach. This was a, a this was a, a, a bittersweet time of year this time last I year. I know. I know. But I'm thinking about it a lot lately. Are you? Yeah. And it was a really good, it was just really good. You can come, exact, you can come that, if that, you want. I have room. What? You can come down if you want. I have room. <laughs> I have I, as you can see, I have a little bit more to do. <laughs> I love it here. It's beautiful. But yeah, the water, I wonder if I can find a picture for everyone. I'll see if I can find one. But it's been beautiful here because of that. The way that the currents are moving, the sediment isn't being brought up from the from the floor. So it's, it's made it so that the water is like this beautiful Bahama-esque blue. And like you mm. can see yourself through it now. I want to see a picture. All right, I'm gonna find one. Well, I mean, later, it, like you don't put, I don't have to put you on the spot now, but like at least later, send me a picture or something, because I've been to Myrtle Beach a lot. I've never seen that kind of hue come in. Very interesting. Right now, oh my goodness, look at this! You've got a delivery. She says, "Can I work with you?" Sure, of course you can. She she brought she brought coffee. I'll have this kind of service now. Wait, 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 you see, you see Tracy's here? Say, Tracy, can we come to the beach soon? I come to the beach soon? Yes. <gasps> okay. 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 All right. Yes, well, you can. It's always nice when Aurora okay. comes to visit the show. <laughs> Go eat breakfast. Thank you for bringing me my coffee. Look how pretty she is in her dress with her hair and a little ponytail. There's Lauren. Know, Bye, Lauren. Little... <laughs> Hi, Lauren. <laughs> All right, onward. This right. is a uh, this is a one hell of you know what? It's a good Monday show. Good. <laughs> here it is. We're gonna play. We've got the we've got the a little clip here. Beach in South Carolina are going viral. Yeah, you've probably seen this one on your timeline. The ocean at Myrtle Beach is getting a lot of attention because of wow. how blue it is. There it is. Take a look here. Okay, Jerry's coming over because we gotta talk about this. Yeah. This is not the typical Myrtle Beach look. The water usually has a browner look. That's being nice. <laughs> Tonight, scientists say the ocean has been quiet, meaning the Atlantic hasn't seen as many tropical depressions or storms. They say this helps the ocean have a more natural color closer to blue. Hmm. That yeah. is true. It's because beautiful. My sister was just there for her birthday weekend. She, yeah. She, yeah. It's been like that all summer. It's so, just been gorgeous. So, Tracy, when was the last time you saw this? Like, how rare would you say out of Very every rare. Ten Okay, so out of every 10 summers, you may never see this. Correct. It, you, the, the Atlantic hurricane season has been woefully inactive. 
Um, and, and, you know, that's probably all going to change in September and we'll get walloped with like six storms all at once. Watch. But yeah, so it's been, it's been like this and it has been absolutely stunning. I mean, I, I can't, I wish it was like this all the time. It's, it's just, it's man. Been, they're talking about one it. year. Yeah, I know. They're, 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 they're talking about it every, I mean, every, everywhere, the pictures coming in from people to the meteorologists and stuff coming up on Twitter. And it's a, it's amazing. So that's that. So we've got all the good news out of the way now. Let's go into all the crap that we're going to have to talk about today. No. Last week, first of all, um, Jonathan Turley doesn't think that even if Donald Trump is convicted, he's going to see any prison time. For if and if he even does for like a decade with all the appeals and everything that's going to come down, and I, I tend to agree that he will never see the inside of an actual jail cell just because of the logistics of it. For goodness sakes, like. Okay. So that that was good. I'll put that in. Um, another quick thing I wanted to talk to you about this guy in North Carolina, this guy John Kane had a Trump sign outside of his house, right? And there he caught on video a cyclist come by and kick his Trump sign. And then later on that night, in the early hours of August fifteenth, a man, the same dude, came by and set it on fire. Very safe to do to somebody. Very very safe. All, always what you want to see, you know. This dude happened to be like a really hardcore activist who ran for chair of the GOP there. Well, guess what? As of this morning, they have identified said cyclist. John Kane, who's the guy in, in behind all this, says that the arsonist is James T. White of Raleigh. And the evidence has been sent to the cops. And hopefully this man... Right will to the throat. Get right his comeuppance. Look at that. That's a perfect throat. Unbelievable. Like, no matter how much I disagreed with someone's politics, I would never. First of all, goodness knows what would happen if that fire got out of control. I have zero tolerance for that. And second of all, just drive your damn stupid bike by and let people have their damn signs if they want them. Like, what is this doing? I hope he goes to jail. I really hope he gets jail time. Me too. I really do. All right. Last oh man, I re- you got you got to get jail time. You have to. You have to. Otherwise, think of the lack of self control. Think of think of think of needing to take action like that. I mean, hey, you know what? I don't know. I guess I saw so many Ukrainian flags around here the last year. I was just. I, I Are was, you burning I, them? There, there was some nights that I fantasized about getting a buddy of mine to sit in the back seat of my car with a paintball gun. And just driving around and pop, pop, pop. But you didn't do that, Frank. You kept no, of that, course not. You kept that in your brain. Yeah. Now. A, because a, it wasn't even. It wasn't even like okay, well, how we destroy this? No, just a little something to let people know that this is ridiculous, and it's not widely accepted. And, but even that, even that is a is a thought that is quickly chased away. Yeah, because you're like sane. So he of. came back. He came back to burn it. Yes, he came back to burn it. Kicking it wasn't enough. He had to come back and set it ablaze. That That's a level of crazy that I don't think many people can replicate. Well, because, you know, the kicking was only something he could enjoy. He like nobody. If you drove if you drove by that that sign an hour after he kicked it, you would never know it was kicked. Yeah, he needed people to know it was burned. Stupid. Anyway, remember last week or the week before I read that article about that new COVID strain, Frank? 
And you is were this like, the one that um, we're getting supposed whistleblowers telling Infowars is going to be used to yes. lock now, this down again? Yes. And, and we're going to go there because it's important. We both said it already two weeks ago when we had it on the show. I read the article. The article basically said it's no different than the rest of them. It does. It's not more. It's not more deadly. Like we and you said, well, why the hell did they even write this article then? And I said, exactly, everybody keep your eye on this. Sure enough, watching the news, this has been happening over and over. Of course, the top stories, Eris, BA2.86, do I need to worry about COVID again? The new variant is out. It's scarier than all the rest, blah, 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 blah. The CDC tracker of hospitalizations, I just want everybody to understand these numbers, like, from about, I don't know, April of 2023, the summer it ticked down to about six or so thousand hospitalizations per week from COVID across the entire country. Right now, as we sit, as of August 5th, we're at 10,320, okay? It's not as high as January of this year when it was at 26,000 or, yeah, 26, 28,000, 30,000, 40,000. But for some reason now, all of a sudden, we're having a spike. And this this um is what came out. Alex, I want to play the whole thing. It's five minutes long. Everyone's like, it's Alex Jones. It's Alex Jones. Can can we go through an exercise quickly of what Alex Jones has been wrong about in the past six, seven years? Can you come up with anything? No, well, I mean, no, nothing really. You throw so much up against the wall. There's there's going to be a failure rate at least a little bit. He's, but I, mean, I don't I don't know who came to him. I, I have I, no reason to believe it's not real. I mean, it sounds completely plausible, especially given what I'm about to show you after this. I'm ne I never cower away from any media that Alex Jones was involved in. I mean, you, you don't just like anybody else. You just don't go follow anything blindly, but uh, always really uh, take it. It's, it was always it was always the, the delivery method that was always at, you know, the, the most debatable. That's it. But other than that, uh, pretty pretty good information, pretty, pretty good interviews, and I I just I listen to whatever. Listen, you take it with whatever, but with everything else what? that's going on, I have no reason to think this is wrong because I've been seeing this start to happen for a couple weeks now, and I've been paying attention to it. But I have this more. Is the T this is the TSA thing. Yeah, this is we're gonna play it. It's four minutes and fifty seconds long. Whatever, I don't care. I'm playing the whole thing for people to hear it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I got a call yesterday. An individual was in town, and they wanted to meet with me that I know well. And they are a high-level manager in the TSA. And I went and met with them and had a cup of coffee with them. And they said, you got to warn people. Tuesday, we got called in, the managers, and told that by the middle of September, that the new policy is being written, that this is done. They were told this is happening. This is not hypothetical. You will all have to wear masks again, and so will airport employees. Then, by the middle of October, they are going to say that everyone flying has to wear a mask. And in the meetings, people began to ask them, 
well, I mean, why is this happening? They said, well, because of the new variant in Canada and because of the WHO, they may you know, declare this. But regardless, we've been told this is going to happen. What did it go away? And then... Oh, there we go. Long pause. <laughs> they were told, we expect by December a return to the full COVID protocol of 2020-2021. And I was given many more details. I wrote down notes on it. Then... I left, called the first federal connection that I was thinking of, didn't answer. Called the second, answered. Told them what I've been told. And they said, what day was that? I said, Tuesday. They said, yep, we were told yesterday. This is, yesterday was Thursday, so it was Wednesday. Expect COVID protocols to begin rolling out middle of September. And I said, what else were you told? Basically that they believe this new variant's super bad and that they're doing the testing and that they should just get ready for a whole new rollout of what happened before. And this was Border Patrol connected people I was talking to and testing at the border again in the whole shooting match. That's two federal agents that told me this yesterday. And then I went and looked at the news and there they were saying Canada's looking at new restrictions again because of the variant and so is the EU. And what did the Russians just put out three days ago? U.S. is plotting another pandemic. Russian head of the defense ministry warns. Now, new lockdowns will starve the third world. New lockdowns will destroy. Okay. That's, yeah. Okay, now... So it begins. My nephew's preschool got delayed because of COVID. Old start date, August 23rd. New start date, September 5th. And the text message that shows it right here. From who? Um, some random person on Twitter that I don't know. Their school. Uh, I guess we'll know. I mean, if this is really the case, there's, if, if, this, if this is really the case and there's going to be, uh, there's going to be no way of hiding it because... They're going to do it to everybody. So I guess we'll see. They just implemented um, upstate New York, both upstate medical hospitals to require masks again as COVID cases tick up. Upstate, upstate medical, New York? Yes. Two hospitals, university and community general reimposed mandatory face masking Thursday morning after reporting an uptick in COVID-19 cases. COVID testing is now also required for all patients being admitted, which is going to do what, Frank? going to show a surge in COVID positive positive people that are not really even COVID positive. It's, it's, and then in comes the remdesivir again. In comes the whole, the, the only damn thing that will stop this is you. How hard are you going to comply this time? Now, Man. granted, most Wait. of our audience don't, don't play by this. If they get anywhere near my time in the Adirondacks, if they ruin my Adirondack retreat, I swear to God, I'll, I swear to God, 
So here's the thing. The news reports are all over the place. Very different COVID-19 variant detected in Israel, Denmark, and the United States. Allegedly, this one has 36 mutations similar to what happened with Omicron. No one knows its virulence or how transmissible it is. But I'm going to tell you something right now. Do you want to know that mother? (laughs) Do you want to know who's getting most affected by this? Children. No, the vaccinated. Oh, well, that's no surprise. And do you want to know who's driving variants, Frank? Those vaccinated. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Biden administration to urge Americans to get new COVID-19 boosters. Well, we saw that those that went down to almost nothing. Yeah. All all the people. Like nobody. Everybody line up. And there even is a study coming out now, Frank, that it's more effective effective in one arm or the other everybody run out and get your covid booster the biden administration plans to urge all americans to get a booster shot for the coronavirus this fall to counter a new wave of infections at which arm is most effective um i haven't i haven't read it i don't give a sh don't care make sure you get it in your left arm i i just i i can't i can't we will not do this again. Just end of story. I'm not doing it again. I'm not going to walk a certain way or shop at certain times. I'm not ever putting a mask on my face. My kids are not wearing masks to school. Like, this isn't happening. I don't care how how hard do they you, try to. Everybody remember. Just remember. Because it's hard. It really is. Sometimes you for, you forget these things. How really, truly retarded it was. And it's only a couple of years ago, walking into a restaurant with your mask on, sitting down, sitting down and getting to take it off that I'm not do I will get kicked out and ruin burn bridges to every place that I like eating. I don't care. I'm not the, doing it again. The worst that, part of this is that I'm not playing. I'm not dancing that dance ever again. That's all it was, was a dance. You walk in, you sit down. You t- it, it, I'm not playing the dance. They they think that. um we're just going to forget that we know from very early on that these masks don't do anything. Anyway, like there's been so much that's happened between then and now. They expect that the majority, this is the, if they think that most people are going to go along with this nonsense, they haven't, like, what are they, people are going to stop flying. How many of you guys out there in the audience will fly if they're requiring you to put a face diaper over your face, anyone? I haven't flown since 2019. And if they start this up again, then I guess it's going to be a lot longer. I was just starting to warm to the idea of getting on a plane again. We're just, we're just, virologists are closely tracking the variant because it has more than 30 mutations within its spike protein. The interest is because it's so detached from the Omicron variant. So it's like a second generation of the BA2. Supposedly that's how they see it now. It's as far away from the original Omicron as the original Omicron was from the wild type, which started the pandemic. Because only one case has been reported in Israel thus far, there is no public information on the person infected, how or where they got it, or how ill they actually were. But regardless, it's... (laughs) My tongue gets numb in this room. Because of the topic or because of the room? Oh, I don't know if there's like a residual dust in the air or something like that. I got to do some something. You no, sure the topic not? is making me numb as well. Yeah, it's not comfortably though. 
NBC News on August 18th, global disease experts are monitoring a new COVID variant that carries a large number of mutations, meaning it looks significantly different from the original version of Omicron and the previously dominant strain targeted by upcoming COVID booster shots. Those booster shots target nothing, literally nothing. Literally nothing. Then we've got this, thankfully. And Your agency, the CDC, COVID, has put the this risks of out. Other I'd like of everybody health, to notice uh, the alarming red line. That is the increase in myocarditis among young men and teenage boys after they received the COVID vaccine. And I'd like to know why the Biden administration continues to push this on our young men and teenage boys and even pregnant women and and babies to to receive this vaccine, but especially our young men and teenage boys who we can see are at increased risk for myocarditis. And Your agency. They're not members of Congress. She says, this is Mary Miller. I will oppose any effort by Biden to reimpose any COVID mandates on the American people. Biden's COVID response was an abuse of power fueled by lies. Never again. Not only that, but what about all this blathering. Well, COVID's really done now. We're not doing this anymore. What about all the lawsuits that the government has like backed out of or co- what? Mm-hmm. Don't comply, please. I beg of you. We, I wish that. This, oh man, we need, we need, we need more lawsuits. I mean, still, I, I'm sure somebody out there is doing it. All the civil rights that were that that were uh, trampled on. We cannot. Um, with, the, with the government actually encouraged small business, small, mid-sized, large businesses to do that were in any other time in American history completely illegal. Uh, I, this. We cannot. I, I have a very hard time believing anything but those 15 or so percent of people who are still slathering their face with N95 times two plus a cloth mask are going to comply with any of this nonsense. <laughs> The whole point is, this is a trick that was done before, one that vacated Times Square, one that turned Times Square into one of those zombie movies where nobody was there. They had the power all over the world to get people in their houses, film it, pat themselves on the back and say, wow, this is true power. They were able to do that, to wiggle away, said, We did the best we could with what we knew at the time. And now there's so many other things going on. I mean, remember, this is the things about the election that's happening. There's 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 this war. There are all these censorship issues. I mean, there are so many things happening that this reemerging is just they're looking to put another layer, an older layer back on top of all of it. It's like even if this popped up. How much time can we really, outside of refusing to even pay it any mind and going about our business, how, how much time can we really dedicate to it with everything else that is all the other fires that are being stoked and maintained at the same time? It's just crazy how um, how confusing and how confused and, um, I don't know, I guess just dazed that they want people. They want people in a state of constant jumping from one foot to the next to reintroduce this right now. It makes perfect sense, but man, there's just so much going on at once. 
Yeah, and I mean, we were one of the first people to play and talk about Geert van den Bosch on the show. And, I, you know, with many disclaimers about what he was predicting was going to happen, I would say he's been about 80% on what the the problems with this rollout of this vaccine would be, not just in terms for of the people who received it and their injury, but also in terms of what would happen with the virus itself. And he has another video out. The only thing I'll say about Dr. Vandenbosch here is that he always says it's going to be his last video and he always has a new one. This was January, uh, January, July 13th um, of 2023. And I want to play some of this for you guys. Dear friends, I promise this will be my very last video message. I guess some of you start hating to see my face. But this video message will be short and it will be important. So let me again briefly introduce myself. My name is Geert van den Bosch and uh, I got trained in veterinary medicine, have a PhD in virology and a long-standing career in the vaccine business, uh, worked with uh, several different uh, vaccine companies, as well as with global health uh, organizations. I do understand vaccines, and I do understand all the good vaccines can do, but I also understand all the bad things vaccines can do. And we had an example of the latter uh, over the last few years. And as you may remember, I very early on started opposing the idea of doing mass vaccination during a pandemic, a pandemic of an acute viral infection. This is, in my opinion, a very bad thing, a very bad indication for using vaccines. Another bad indication would be to use vaccines during the incubation phase of uh, a disease. And um, as you know, I have been warning uh, recently more specifically about the fact that highly vaccinated populations are right now incubating Omicron-derived variants that will be able to overcome the virulence-inhibiting immune mechanism that is currently still protecting COVID-19 vaccinees from severe disease. The question really is who will be at risk and who will not. So I've been revisiting the immunology involved in this complex and complicated pandemic, a pandemic of immune escape variants. And I've come to the following conclusion. Please take a sheet of paper and take note. So people who will not be at risk, or at least not at risk of severe disease, I'm not saying that they could not still contract mild, moderate disease, but certainly not severe disease, are all people who have not been vaccinated. And I've explained this before why this is or people who maybe received a placebo. I'm still having a hard time to believe that this could have been the case, but nevertheless. So all those who were not vaccinated. Secondarily, also all those who only got one single shot, 
of a, vac of a COVID-19 vaccine, regardless of the type of vaccine. And third, also all those who have experienced SARS-CoV-2 infection prior to vaccination, regardless of the type of infection, whether symptomatic or asymptomatic, regardless of the type of vaccine, mRNA vaccine or non-mRNA vaccine, and also regardless of the number of doses of the vaccine. So I'm stopping that really quickly to explain what he just said. The people who cannot expect or can expect to have mild disease in this new variant that he's talking about in July are people who weren't ever vaccinated, people who were vaccinated once but were vaccinated after they got COVID. So they have the natural immunity from their initial COVID experience. Then they got vaccinated. Those people. So wait, but th th that was part of the question I had was the once. Obviously said once, but after. But what happens if you got COVID, then you got vaccinated once and had just one booster? What, why just the one and done? Well, it was two also. He, he said that last. Like if you basically if you were infected before you were vaccinated, it seems like you're going to be OK. The natural immunity response is what is protecting people as per what he's saying here. But it gets interesting right now. So I just wanted to stop to break that down for folks. Here we go. So on the other hand, those who, in my humble opinion, could be at risk of severe disease caused by this new type of variants that are going or likely to emerge pretty soon are all those who have received two or more shots prior to experiencing a vaccine breakthrough infection. So two or more shots of either the mRNA vaccine or non-mRNA vaccine before suffering from a vaccine breakthrough infection. This is typical, will be typically the case, I guess, for those who have been vaccinated early on in the process. So this applies uh, specifically uh, to elderly people in nursery and elderly homes who were the first that got um, vaccinated. And um, uh, this risk has essentially to do with the immune phenomenon that I have uh, been describing in detail in my new book, The Immune, The Inescapable Immune Escape Pandemic. And that phenomenon is called steric immune refocusing. I'm describing in detail this phenomenon that is linked to uh, vaccine breakthrough infections. So I strongly recommend people who fall in this category to make sure they have access to antivirals. Okay, so what will we see in the coming weeks, according to my predictions, what we will see in the coming weeks is still a further increase in acute autoimmune diseases. For example, autoimmune myocarditis, autoimmune diabetes type 1, ju juvenile uh, diabetes, more than uh, inflammatory organ disease, what we have been seeing in the past. So now we see more and more 
autoreactive organ uh, disorders. We also see more and more, and that trend will still increase in my opinion, turbo cancers. So acute cases, accelerated um, cancer with uh, metastasis, etc. So these excess deaths due to autoreactive immune disorders. He goes on a little bit more, but you get the picture. Yeah. Uh, ethical skeptic backs him up here. At this point, one has to either be brain dead or malicious at heart to deny the cancer signal underway. It shows in every facet of systemic analysis which can be run on this issue. Professional well, acad... Then they, did, when he was first coming out about this too, and others, they were really talking about a, a, a critical window of observation of three to five years. We haven't really even... We're just starting to get into the thick of that window. So, I mean, th this came out... People really started getting shot up in 2021, though it was available to some in December of 2020. I mean, it's just we're 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 still got a little. We're not even three years yet. No, we're not. That we, we know, and we already know, especially with some diagnoses, that it's. Uh, Mortality is up 23.9 percent in the zero to 54 age group. 11.5 percent new cancer cases. It's a 10 Sigma event. It's almost unheard of. And another thing, study shows boosted individuals exhibit significant subclass switch to different antibodies causing an increased risk of a severe illness and autoimmune disease. COVID infection post booster is the worst. Pre-vaccination infection limits impact. This is basically what Van den Bosch just said, but in paper form class switch towards spike protein specific IgG4 antibodies after SARS vaccination depends on prior infection history. And, uh, you know, we, we've sort of laid off of this for a while because I don't like being the doom and gloom podcast. And this is my issue. This is my, this is my, like some people have their issue. Some people it's immigration. Some people it's, you know, the debt, who knows, whatever. Everyone's got their issue that hits them here. This is mine. And I, I'm sitting here watching all of this so angry that we're even talking about it at all. The biggest crime against humanity, I've said it over and over. Listen, social media influencers on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok are getting turbo cancers. 20 social media stars with the combined 60 plus million subscribers have been diagnosed with cancer recently it's sad because I, I, i've seen some of these happen in real time too and the, the the announcement videos i mean it's also morbid and then some He's, of them have filmed their their you know their whole process and then their goodbyes and it's a these, mean, these are the I, people the biden administration paid a lot of money to promote getting the shot to you understand I mean, listen, the reason why it's 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 relevant is because we're coming up on another big this was a this was a necessary obviously a necessary operation that was rolled out and was meticulously planned during a very transformative year of 2020 and we have another very transformative year as far as civic 
involvement goes in 2024. We're coming up on quarter four of 2023. We can see that they're they're getting the the, the chessboard ready for whatever the hell's coming up. And uh, and now these rumors from the TSA, Border Patrol. So it's um, uh, it, it's worthy of it's worthy of consideration what the hell they might be doing next. Just to go through some of this, 26-year-old Colby Brock, 10 million subscribers, testicular cancer at 26. 43-year-old Hank Greek, 3.7 million subscribers, lymphoma. 39-year-old Chad Wild Clay, 4.7 million subscribers, rare spinal cancer. 21-year-old Schmeiko, I can't repeat, I can't, leukemia. 35-year-old Randy Gonzalez, 15 million subs on TikTok, stage 4 colon cancer, 35 years old. 35! Again, you know the thing that's, that really gets me, Tracy? It's the, it's the psychological aspect to every last one of... Every last aspect has a psychological twist to it. There is... You were you were reading the mortality rates. We we started getting insurance rates. We started seeing how that how this is really there's a spike. There's a point of demarcation. We can see where it all starts. It's obvious what the new factor was in this equation. But for some, they just they refuse to look at it. They laugh at you. They all these these they, they, these. Uh, these anti-vaxxers are like, I'm just coming here to listen to read all the anti-vaxxer comments. Blah, blah, blah. Strokes in five-year-olds happen, kids. You know, my whole thing is it's not unheard of for a young person who was in good shape to have a heart attack. I mean, it's not common, but it had happened. And we're in this crazy position now, at least psychologically, and it's all part of the war there that you, you almost need to as a mission live long healthy lives and not have anything bad happen to you that's unexplained no fluke no tragic fluke nothing you have to, like as a mission to defy everybody else you have to you have to live these and how can you how can you guarantee that because then if you die if you have a heart attack like oh well a, an anti-vaxxer died of a heart attack. I guess blah, 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 like, no. So you become like either a cautionary tale or proof positive of one theory or another. That's the worst part about this for me is that it, it, it contributes to the inability to have conversations with people. It's, um, you know, 35 years old, somebody with colon cancer. Horrible. It rarely, it's not not very common. But it before 2021, it did happen. Um and the, the it's just problem, very hard, very hard to is, get a, a very honest assessment of this sometimes now. As all of these people, the reason why I'm talking about, I mean, we know the, the, the detrimental effects of this shot. And listen, I'm with all of you guys out there whose family members got this. I get it. That's why I fight so hard like this. I understand. All of us understand. Um, but what they're going to do is as these highly vaccinated folks get this new variant of COVID and end up, they're going to use that as the <clears throat> impetus to cage the rest of us. You understand what I'm saying? Like if you're three, four times boosted 
and you get and and all those people are are sadly succumbing to severe illness and god forbid death which i don't wish on anybody anybody they're going to use that as further justification to try and take our liberty from us and i am i am not looking forward at all to what what could potentially happen here like nurses people who got this because they didn't want to lose their jobs or they didn't have another way and they you know what i'm saying we talked about this so much you're talking about the fallout being used to justify doing more yes the only thing about that is if the only thing that would result in the kind of medicating that's been going on is just that people are getting really, really nasty flus and it's becoming deadlier to them because their immune system is now compromised, I can see that. But the problem, the, the main problem we've been seeing and that people like Gert Vandenbosch has been saying since the beginning is that the issues are going to be so numerous on neurological levels, um, uh, heart inflammation, cardiovascular levels, uh, the clotting. I mean, there's so many things that have been going wrong with people. They're so various that, you know, uh, it'd be a little bit more convenient for the the plotters if, if all people were doing was just getting sick with a very severe flu and dying from that. But there's just so many other things that are not normally, you can't say, oh, oh, blood clot, oh, that's the flu. Oh, a heart attack, that's the flu. You know, it, strokes, that, that oh, that, that, that's definitely, definitely uh, the cold that's going around. You know, it's that's the only thing that is, is against them, is that this is the fallout so widely, I don't know, it's, it's experienced in so many different ways, it's incredible. it's gosh this kills me i i'm like i'm sitting here i mean it's it's you don't want to even be saying i told you so but like i posted on twitter over the weekend the vaccinated are driving the variants and i got such a wide range of responses to that it's true then there's the people that don't believe there's any virus at all or that viruses don't exist at all. I can't even wrap my brain around any of that. I just can't. But anyway, this vaccine outside of absolutely destroying your body's immune system is also causing incubation and mutation of the original virus. Like when there's an immunocompromised person who gets some sickness, Their body can't fight off the sickness. So the the virus remains in their body and it mutates. That's just what viruses do. And then the person passes it on to someone else. You've got a novel virus. You see? Imagine that on a scale times and times greater than we ever could have believed because we're all a walking damn experiment at this point. Like you've got immunocompromised, immunocompromised people all over the place now. Only to one specific thing, in some cases. I just, we're going to keep an eye on this. I don't think that this is some conspiracy theory that's going around. I think that they are going to start to ramp things up again. I think they're going to be woefully mistaken that it will work. If we all pledge, we will not comply. 20% of the people, even 15, not complying will be enough. 
No comply. Can't. You can't. You can't do it again. If you can't do it again, just can't. I mean, there's some. There's some who will jump back into that hell willingly, so enthusiastically. They loved it. It was a cozy, a cozy kind of loserdom. You know, loserdom was mandated. Don't go out anywhere. You're staying in tonight. You're watching Netflix. You're working from home. You don't have to get out of your pajamas. Loserdom was mandated. You don't have to even, you don't have to see your face. You don't have to take care of yourself. Hat. You look like one of those celebrities that's trying to dodge the paparazzi. Not even allowed outside to the park or anything. Beach, yeah. nothing. Zero. Loserdom. And some people love that. But others, if now that we went through that, you and we know what it's all about. Can't do that again. The worst. Those are, those are days out of your lives. They're yes. Gone. We'll never get back. And the worst part of it all, too, is what they're doing with the vaccine injured. They're calling. They're they're taking. They're making them all long COVID cases, Frank. So that they can somehow find a way to treat, quote, long COVID, which is actually in most cases. Long COVID is a thing. I know people don't believe it is, but I have friends who were unvaccinated who got COVID and had long COVID. Lost their hair, all kinds of stuff. But there were very few compared to vaccine injured, which they're now using to call, to, to treat the long COVID. They're, you understand what I'm saying? Yes. I do understand. Real quick before we end today, not to change the topic or anything, but... um. I got a tip over the weekend. Biden's alias email, Robert L. Peters at PCI.gov. You know, that one he had that they found he was using, not his actual email to talk about Ukraine stuff. It resolves to the Department of Defense's email servers. Hmm. Hmm. Here it is on the screen for you. Why in the hell is the Department of Defense hosting an alias Email address for the president of the United States. Can someone please tell me why? It's just like, a, I don't know, Elizabeth Carlisle's alias. That or, was Loretta Lynch. Pierre Delecto. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the possum face from Utah. What was uh, what was Barack Obama's uh, alias again? Oh, shoot. I don't remember. Let's see. Does anyone have a funny video to play before we end so we don't end on the sour? No, I think that we should actually rename the show Doom and Gloom. Seriously, so sad. What was? People would would flock to it. (sighs) Welcome to the Doom and Gloom podcast. It would actually be nice because it would be ironic on most days because uh, we're 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 not that doomy and gloomy. Um, it is come on, come on. They don't ever tell you in here. It doesn't say his name. Doesn't say his name. I don't remember what it was. I need something funny. Someone in the chat, give me something to laugh at, please. Renegade was the Secret Service one. I need something funny, something to lighten the mood a little. Please, God. Is there anything in here that's funny? 
Let me see. I don't have anything in here yet. I have some guns. It's not going to do it. Um, actually, that's... That box right there is Lauren's 22. I'm trying to... I had something that I watched. I have a bag full of shotgun shells in here. Spent shotgun shells, Frank? No. That's all you're allowed to have in New York. <laughs> I just got a... a... <laughs> Bag full show of shotgun shells. Show and tell from Frank. It's like gold. <laughs> Anywho. Hold on, I'm gonna find. Oh, this was funny. I got what something. Do I have? Hold on. Something funny. This is dedicated to all the women. This comedian is hysterical. I love her. She's Jessica Kirsten. Have you ever heard of her before? Uh, who was her name? Jessica Kirsten. K-I-R-S-O-N. Here we go. In the audience, know. what is the first thing you hear the minute you walk into a nail salon? The second you walk in from a time, pick a color! You pick a color! I'm like, oh my God. Hi, um, I'm going to need you to calm down a little bit. I am filled with anxiety. I'm about a minute away from being hospitalized. They also make them wear name tags that aren't their name. The woman does my nails her name tag says Claire that is not her name and a lot of times there's a letter missing and they don't even fucking replace it so I walk in and I'm like hi Lair how are you and what they do is they put you down to get you to spend more money it is the most brilliant thing I have ever seen in my life so Air looks at me and she goes Jessica before you go you have a lot of facial hair you have dark hair dark thick strong you have strong hair like a rope. So of course I get that removed because I don't want to look like fucking Tom Selleck. This is dedicated to all the women in She's the audience. She's hysterical. Yeah. I watch her a lot. She's really, That's really actually cool. pretty good. Pick a color. They do. They yell at you. They don't even say hi. You walk in and they're like, get your color off. That's I a, I can tell. That's the first time I've ever seen anything of, of, of her, but that's, uh, I like that uh, her delivery is authentic. Yeah, and she's... There's, there's, too many try too hard. She's Jewish and she always makes fun of like her family and old Jewish ladies and how they are and stuff. It's really, well, I'm going to pick another one for Wednesday because we need to showcase at least a comedian at the end of these shows. I can't do the, do the, everyone's going to die. I can't. I hate it. I hate it. Anyway, that's it for today. You have been listening to the Dark Delight podcast with and Beans. You can hear us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 Eastern Time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. And also, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time on, on Rumble, Getter, and on Twitter, and or X. And also, check out Frank's show Monday through Friday at uh, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time on Rumble and, quite frankly, TV. Until Wednesday, guys. Later. <laughs>